I got who's next right here. Nishama Alahim is our next guest on Femme Our Coach Connection. And we're chatting about using self-love as a foundation to create the life and business you want. She's a self-love minister and founder of the Self-Love Church, as well as the Pampered CEO. She works with female entrepreneurs to attract better clients, reduce overwhelm, and create more ease in their lives, businesses through greater self-love. You'll love how she breaks down exactly how we lead with self-love to find the clients we desire. You don't want to miss this episode because it's going to be life-changing for both of us. Have you ever looked in the mirror and wanted something more? More in business, home life, relationship life? Say word if you agree. Word. In 2019, I created a business for coaches to market in this wacky way, virtual events, all with a seven to seven job. I'm a full-time nurse, by the way. And like you, there were just not enough hours in the day. My partner was feeling alone and generally this wasn't fun anymore. But then I realized I needed to build myself back up, mind, body, soul, and even my business. So I created a show that does just that, interviewing all types of coaches, life, wellness, fertility, career, financial, wealth, and business. Join me on my journey with some of the best coaches who want to empower other coaches to live their best lives and build businesses that fulfill them. My name is Nicole Beatty, and this is Fimpreneur Coach Connection. Welcome to the show, Nashama. Welcome. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to honestly just get to know your philosophies and, and you know, how I can apply it in my own business and my own self. So I'm excited. Awesome. Awesome. I am too. <laughs> so when we're talking about self-love, first off, let's just put it down on the plate. What are we talking about? And so. yeah, what are we talking about? <laughs> that's just the first thing. I'm like, eh, let's go into that because... I don't think this is going to get a PG rating. I just want to make sure we know what we're talking about. <laughs> so a lot of times when people think about self-love, they automatically go to like self-care and outward demonstrations of what they think it looks like to be experiencing self-love. So you see pictures of like manicures and spa days and all the things, but that's only a small portion of it. It's so much deeper than that. And what I really get into with the whole self-love journey is once you really know that you're experiencing true self-love, there's self-mastery, you have self-discipline, self-confidence. And so that's what it's all about is doing things to mind those different aspects of your life and of yourself. See, that's a little bit different than what I thought it was. So I'm glad that you can't clarify <laughs> that first off, but it's, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, she's talking about self-care, but it's on a deeper level. You're not just yeah. talking about self-care. You're talking, and you said self-mastery. Tell me about that. Because that's a lot more, that's a lot deeper <laughs> than I've ever heard it defined. So I need to go in a little bit deeper with what that means. <laughs> it's just all of those things together, like having that self-awareness and really truly knowing yourself and what makes you tick. Because we don't realize a lot of times that who we've become is people making deposits into us with their ideas and things like that. So real self-love is doing the work to strip away all of that and seeing who I really am and then working on those pieces and falling in love with that person. Okay. So uh, look, <laughs> where does she, I don't know. I'm like, here, what, what, let me get a tissue. Okay. So how do I even start? So say I'm in this boat and I'm just like, look, 
I, you know, I, I'm not sure if I'm even in just even <laughs> starting self-love. Like I'm not sure at all. Where do we even start to like get there to the point where we say we have this love for, for self? Where do we even start? For the most part, I would say it starts with learning to say no and learning to choose yourself and working on that, like that piece of the mindset, because we don't know how to do that. And we've been conditioned to put everybody else first. So just making the decision to put you first is huge for a lot of people. Now, how did you come to realizing this? Because I mean, obviously, I'm going to guess you weren't born knowing this and it was just like... I know how to put myself first. How did that story, how did that come about? Because, because, you know, you're the self-love minister. Like, how did that come about? And how did you come to like really understand what self-love really is? So like a lot of women and a lot of women in business, you know, I grew up being the older sister and doing the things with school and excelling and stuff like that. But you begin to realize that Some decisions that you make are yours and some are not. And then those patterns that you've established doing that, you carry them into adulthood. And so I wasn't always showing up as big as I needed to or saying no to things that I needed to say no to. And then going through my own spiritual journey really helped me learn that I needed to come first and really make that a serious part of my everyday life. Because it's so easy to get lost in everything. Um, when you're a woman, a wife, a mother, a business owner, that's a lot in itself. Not to mention those who are in sororities, those who are on civic clubs and boards and things like that. So <laughs> it's a lot. So you got to, you know, I had to follow my own advice and learn how to put everything in its place. Yeah, well... <laughs> you just throw a brick so me because I'm like, whoa, okay, hold on. <laughs> How do you do that? Do you literally, I mean, you're just making a choice. You wake up and you say, I'm first or maybe it's a priority. I mean, like, how do you prioritize yourself when there's 10 other things pulling you? This is the other part, the other answer to your question about how did I become the self-love minister? Because You know, a lot of people, if you're spiritual or religious or even follow astrology, you're kind of loyal to it, right? So I feel like if you spin on it and learn to be loyal to yourself in that way, (laughs) it makes it a lot easier. And so if you are treating yourself as a piece of the divine and knowing that you're connected to everything, you begin to walk different, look at yourself different different practices. You start your day like with that deep breathing and meditation and stuff like that to connect. So I feel like making it more of a spiritual practice kind of helps you incorporate it easily because it's hard to deny the spiritual part of ourselves, right? Right. This is a little bit, you know, grander than I originally thought. So yeah, I mean, just let's go in terms of like morning routine. Okay. So I wake up, you know, what's the first thing I do? I grab my phone and see what happens. Right. <laughs> that's my first thing to do. We all do so, that. Right. So, but that's not self-love. I mean, that's right. not an act of, of loving myself is seeing what happens right. on Facebook. Like that's not, what activities could we put in place that would replace those things that are not self-love activities? What activities do you think we could put in place? 
Um, I mentioned meditation, deep breathing, journaling is really good, especially when you're working through those self-awareness exercises. So just the three of those, even if you don't do any yoga or working out, like practicing breathing and meditating and journaling is a really good way to start the day and just become self-aware in that way. Okay. I like that. I like that. So I get out of the bed, I'm journaling, maybe I do some meditation, you know, all those things. Now I'm getting into my actual business day and I'm, you know, I'm on the computer, maybe I'm emailing. What are some things we can do at that point? Because I'm thinking it's not really about me anymore. My thing is, okay, I'm shifting. You know, Mm -hmm. for those of you who've been listening to the show, I'm a nurse. It doesn't matter the fact that I can't pee that I'm thirsty, that I'm extremely hungry, that my feet are hurt. It all goes back to make sure my patients are okay. So, hey, I want to practice self-love in nurse. (laughs) (laughs) I want to practice in that too. So how do we kind of shift that and kind of start practicing self-love in almost everything we do? Is it possible to do in everything we do? I mean, we practice our spirituality in everything we do. And it's the same thing as the football player who kneels down and kisses the necklace he's wearing of the cross. You know, it's the same Mm -hmm. thing. If that means you have to carry a token in your pocket to remind yourself of the love you have for yourself or set reminders on your phone that say awesome things to you. Mm, That, because sometimes I guess that's some bad things to me, but, but yeah, no, that, okay. That makes sense to me when I can take a moment and say, you know, you are doing an awesome job. Keep going. Those sort of things. So if someone is listening today and you're like, look, I love the idea of a virtual event. I would love to create one to enroll people into my group coaching program or my one-on-one coaching. But quite frankly, I just don't think I can do it alone. I have things to do. I have all these things and I don't really know how to navigate the whole virtual event world. No problem. You got me, your biz bestie, Nicole Beatty at Vimpanor Online. You can create an awesome virtual event, a live virtual event with me and my team. Just go to fempreneuronline.com to learn how. This is interesting. <laughs> you have to understand, this is interesting. It's a different way of thinking. You're saying in all things that we do, practicing those habits. And I'm telling yeah. you, it's not something, it's not easy. <laughs> and I, I'm, as you're saying it, I was like, wow, I could actually practice that. That's interesting. How do we know if we're in that self-love mindset that we're that we're there, you know, we're like, oh, I I love myself, you know, oh, I love how I look. How do I know if I'm really on that deeper level that you're talking about here? As far as that mindset shift, especially as it pertains to your business, you know how to properly assess your self-worth, you're attracting your ideal clients instead of chasing people, and then you're able to confidently position offers that make sense. And let's go into that because I want to make sure that We understand how each of those are connected with self-worth. So first things first, properly assessing your self-worth. So, you know, how do we properly assess? So obviously you're saying self-love. If we got that mindset shift, then we should be able to properly assess our self-worth. Right, right. And then you understand that your self-worth is not attached to the degrees you have the zeros in your bank account and all of those things, you're actually looking at what matters, like the real accomplishments that you've made in your life, like just as a person, how you function in the world, who you influence, you know what I mean? Just really knowing like who you are 
and standing firm on that. And like I said, knowing that it's not attached to anything. Uh, You notice this thing in the coaching community, we're talking about charging what we're worth or whatever, Mm -hmm. even disconnecting that. It's not you charging what you're worth because you can't place the dollar amount on you. you Right. So even changing the language around that, not that I'm charging what I'm worth, but charging what my skills are worth, charging Mm. the value that I bring. That's a good shift there because I think we're always like, you know, I'm not charged what I'm worth. And it's like, I'm worth a million dollars. Right. So you know, you know, you know, you know what I mean? They're not going to give me a million dollars for this, no matter how much I want. But, you know, it is based on the worth of the service. So I definitely agree with that shift in, in that wording right there. But, you know, as you're talking, I'm thinking about, you know, a lot of my worth is in the fact that I'm a nurse and that I've been this, you know, the accomplishments I've had. You're right. literally saying step away from that. It's yeah. not accomplishments in that sense. Yeah. But are you talking more about my own values and what I hold dear? You know? Yes. Like, I feel like, like I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. I know I am. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Like your values and what you contribute to society. I feel like a good measure of people and don't shoot me because some people might not like this, but a good measure of how well you're doing in the world is measuring your relationships. How well do you relate to other people? How do people relate to you? You know, if everybody thinks you're crappy. Mm, There we go. So (laughs) send the mail of disdain over to Shama, not me. She is telling you to look at your relationships and see uh, was it see what people say about you like is that what she's like or? just how you're relating is it reciprocal relationships do they respect mm-hmm. you is there mutual trust and that's in every relationship business relationships your relationship with your children the BFF from high school like we know how to look at those relationships and see if they're really prospering unless we're delusional or <laughs> We think we're we're not the problem because I know people like that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in like romantic relationships, like it's all them. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, that makes sense. So you know, is there a reciprocal? Is that relationship growing? And I can't remember. I heard it from somewhere where they talked about evaluating relationships every single year. Where mm-hmm. is this relationship going? You know, is it prospering? Are we? Is it give and take? Are we doing? You know, essentially doing an inventory of relationships and kind of like people who are not getting you where you need to be or right. vice versa. It's not, you know, it's not an even keel or it's not a healthy relationship to dump them. I mean, that's all, <laughs> that was, that was the gist of that particular uh, episode I listened to. I was like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, so, <laughs> so we're going into a track, not chase. I personally like this one. So when we have a mindset shift of, self-love, we start to attract and we're not chasing. So tell us more about that. Well, that also stems from number one, once you know your worth, then you can stand on that. That self-love is demonstrated in confidence. It's demonstrated in you choosing the right words, you connecting with people, you really just being sure about who you are because there's a certain self-awareness that comes with that self-love. And so if all of those things are in place, then you're able to attract those people. They're coming to you like a moth to a flame because they see your light. You know, I'm really about like energy 
even in business. You know what I mean? And so if we don't rock energetically, I'm not giving you my money, you know? And so it's the same thing. Like if you have that strong self-love, people can see that energy. People can see your light. And if they're rocking with you, you're going to attract them and you're not going to have to chase people. Oh, nobody wants my thing. Let's back it up. Like, how are you positioning yourself? How are you talking about it? How are you showing up? You know, (laughs) you're talking to me. So just just continue (laughs) with the coaching that you're giving. Um, (laughs) So I I totally feel that visit in myself. I just kind of said, look, I don't want to chase anyone anymore. And I want to feel, even if they do come to me, I want to be attracted back. I mean, the, you know, right. I want to, if they're attracted to me, that's great, but I want to be attracted back. Like I want it to be a full on relationship. Maybe that's yeah. weird. I want to be a full on relationship. Like I, I want to say, I like what I see. I, I vibe with you and I want to help you go here or there with your content as repurposing or going with your virtual right. event. I want to feel the same way, not just them feeling that about me because right. <laughs> yeah, you you get some people who are attracted to you, but you're just like, huh? you know, or you right. realize there's some kind of hiccup where you say, um, there it's a little something in me that's saying that they're not the right person to work with. So I think that's back and forth. <laughs> back and forth. Them attracted to you and you attracted to them. Of course, uh, but yeah. Of course. <laughs> so the last one you said confidently position offers that make sense. When you have self-love, you're going to position offers that make sense for you and for your clients. So tell me what that means as it relates to self-love. So we did talk about like the confidence that comes from like the self-love. And again, it all ties in together. Like if you're attracting them, how you attracted them was you're using the right language. And that's because you're confident in that and your value, what you offer what you bring to the table, how you satisfy clients, the results that you get each and every time, you know, and also taking self-love into account even further, not positioning yourself and putting offers out there that don't make sense for you energetically, even your physical energy. If you don't have the capacity, then don't do it because I see so many times in a lot of these huge entrepreneur groups where everybody's selling graphics and all the things they are constantly talking about having to apologize to clients for being behind. Well, baby girl, why did you take 25 people's money and you only had the capacity for five? <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I got that. I got that. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, well, I mean, that makes sense because I mean, if it's not, if you're not feeling it honestly, and it's, it's not in your, in your realm to be able to put out yeah. this offer and do it to your best, then it, it's not going to be good for your clients and vice versa. Like it won't be good for you. Right. 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 And then doing stuff that you love, because I see a lot of fads with that too. It's like mm-hmm. everybody's teaching. Well, it's easy to have a digital marketing agency, but if you're not really passionate about that and really trying to learn and this and that, then that's not self-love either. That's just taking somebody's advice because you think you can make a quick buck. Your heart's not going to be in that. You're not going to deliver your best work. So that's also like that self-love piece. We do get a lot of these different marketing trends and fads. And quite frankly, you know, I'm going to put mine out there. That virtual events was something that was done before COVID, but it became mm-hmm. even bigger and became a bit of a trend. Like, oh, I right. should do a virtual event. And not everybody needs to be doing a virtual event. Exactly. Because it's just not within, you know, it's, it's not your thing. 
you're saying, don't jump on every bandwagon, yes. every marketing gimmick, <laughs> because it's not going to fit with something that you love. But then here's the question. How do you know that you don't love it if you don't do it or try it? Well, I mean, once you're getting into the pieces of it and you're, I mean, I say I'm one of those people that try anything once. It's just for snails. That's another story. <laughs> <laughs> but, but as you're trying it and getting into it and you're learning that you're, um, you're hitting a wall with it and it's for like a legitimate reason, like you really don't like doing that. You don't like sitting at the, the computer for hours and looking at these little lines of code and don't become a developer. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that going in all that it's going to take to do that, or at least as you start aligning yourself with people and learning different things about the industry that you're trying to get into. I hope you're doing that. I hope you're learning about the industry before you just jump into it. <laughs> I can't always say that's the case because you start thinking about you get these groups that's like, you can work from home. You can do anything. You can yeah. make money on the, Oh, and then they, jump into something or maybe a VA. And they, I, I did it. I, I dropped into being a VA and I was like, I hate taking direction from somebody else. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't want to be your VA. Like, you know, so, yeah. so I, uh, I quickly realized that was the key. But all of that, I mean, that, that to me was just a different shift in how I'm thinking about self-love because quite frankly, I never put the two together. So where can we find you? So I am on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash uh, Nishama Alaheem, self-love minister. We'll put that in the comments. <laughs> if that's <laughs> yes. Yeah, no problem. You can put that in the comments. Just do a search yes. for the self-love minister. It's the only one that I know of. And I'm also on Instagram at Nishama Alaheem. That's so awesome. Thank you so much for being here and for discussing this because I know, A, I got a couple good quotes out of this. But B, <laughs> some things for me to start thinking about. Like, when I'm picking up the phone and immediately going to Facebook to see what happened overnight, <laughs> that's not self-love. That's not practicing that. So doing those little things throughout the day to practice self-love yeah. will will get me into the business that I want and the life that I want. So I really appreciate this conversation. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it as well. Awesome. <laughs> so I'd like to thank my guest for today's show, Nishama Alahim. Thank you so much. We'd love to have you if you are an online coach. We'd love to have you as a guest on the show. Go to fempreneuronline.com slash guest to apply to be a guest. And so at the end of every episode, we say, who's next?